Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. My name is Clay. Today I'm going to answer an audio question that I received and it's about religion. So let's check it out. All right, Clay. So my question has to do with religion. Um, why does almost every society have a religion or wind up with a religion? And are there any correlations between all the religions? Um, are there any fundamental truths that you can find throughout all the different religions? So thanks very much for that question. I debate, you know, I go back and forth on whether I should talk about religious issues on my channel. It's something that I'm quite passionate about and I have a lot to say. Um, but I kind of like this question because it's almost a philosophical question. It's like philosophy of religion. So it seems like if you look into the past, every culture in human history just seems to have all these different gods, all these different deities, trying to reach out and explain the universe in spiritual ways. So, you know, why is that? I think depending on who you ask this question to, you'll get different answers. You know, if you asked a Christian why, they would say, well, we as human beings are made in God's image, and we all, you know, know this deep inside. We, we all have this predisposition to wanting to know God because we were made in his image. And even if we don't know the good news, even if we haven't specifically been told, even if we haven't read the Bible and know what the teachings are, we all kind of have this thing inside, and if we listen to it, you know, it will guide us. So they would say the reason why all these different religions exist, it's sort of like everybody's attempt to get that truth. So maybe that's something that I would have thought a while ago when I was a Christian, but I actually have a completely different take on this now. And I feel pretty solid in my answer, so let me just present it. So when I look out at human beings, what do I notice? One thing that seems very clear to me is that human beings hate uncertainty. We would rather accept answers that maybe aren't great or aren't really proven just to avoid the uncertainty of not knowing. It's, it's very hard, it seems like, for people to say, I don't know. You don't hear people saying that very often. It's like, hey, what do you think about this? They will have an answer for it instead of saying, I don't know. And so I've talked about it in one of my other videos before, but it's this analogy of the four-legged table. Most people want a four-legged table. They want it to be sturdy and stable, and that requires four legs. If you chop one of your legs off the table and say, I don't know, like here's this whole part of my life that I'm just not sure about anymore. You know, your table gets shaky. It might even fall over. You know, if you have two legs on your table, your table is definitely falling over. People don't like that feeling. They would rather have four legs. So in that analogy, people will accept a leg, even if it's not a great answer, at least it's something to kind of base their life around. It acts as a foundation now to build your life upon. If you believe in Zeus and he's up on the mountain, and I don't know a lot about Greek mythology, but let's say you know there's storms and thunder and there's all these events that are happening, you know, let's say there's a drought. And instead of having to ask the question, well, why? Like, why is it not raining? Why is there a drought? You know, now you have an answer to that question. Well, the gods, there must be, they must be upset. They, maybe there's something I can do about it. And it kind of gives people this procedure to try to help their situation. Well, maybe, maybe they want me to sacrifice an animal. So put yourself 5,000 years ago. 
you know, you're looking around at the world, you have no idea what half of this stuff is. You don't know what's going on. You look up into the night sky, there's all these blinky little twinkly lights. Like, what are those? You know, what is that, you know, what is the moon? Um, like, what is the sun? It's this giant thing that comes up and provides heat and light. You know, like, what in the world is that? And I imagine, like, it's probably hard for us to imagine today because we have so many of these questions that answered. We don't have to wonder what the sun is. But imagine for a moment that you didn't know that. The uncertainty around that would be extremely uncomfortable. And, you know, you can look around at the whole world like everything that we know about biology and physics, chemistry, you know, astronomy, even the things we know about the human body and the brain and psychology. I mean, just imagine for a second we didn't know any of that. And all this stuff is happening and we have no idea why. So I think really what it is is that people start to reach for answers. They're like, you know, the sun is actually, you know, a god. Or maybe it's a torch of a god, and he's sitting up there, and don't worry, he's watching over us. He's not going to let the torch go out. Um, you know, you've got stars, and be like, I wonder if those are my ancestors. Like, maybe one day somebody just wondered that. It just started, people started to believe that. I mean, maybe, maybe those are my grandparents looking down on me. I don't know. Why are they twinkling like that? You, you don't even know, right? So people create beliefs and they don't think they're creating beliefs what they're what i think what people think they're doing is they think they're trying to find explanations and what is the best explanation for something that is unknowable magic is the thing that people land on all right so you've got all these things that can't be explained i think people will naturally start explaining them any way they can and I think that's where the majority of religious beliefs come from. They might even just start as people wondering things. And then over time, they get solidified and turned into these like doctrines. And, you know, people start to believe them. And then it goes further from that to actual persecution of people who don't believe those things. I mean, human beings are so tribalist. You can see it everywhere with politics and society and culture. It's like people like us do things like this. And... I'm a X, and X's believe this and do this. Once a person identifies as something, an X, they will do what X's do. It's really as simple as that. And along with that, they will shame people who don't believe it, don't think it, because it goes against their own identity. I mean, just look at politics. People will reject a fact that is presented from the other side, and they will accept a fiction that is presented from their own side. It's not really about fact and fiction. It's not about trying to find the truth, I would say, for most people. It is about supporting your identity. You know, I think the problem is, is over time, religions, they start to answer questions with essentially magical thinking. And they invent these doctrines and create dogmas around these beliefs. And, you know, a few centuries go by, and now you've got some thing like believing that the earth is the center of the universe. That now becomes like central to the Catholic religion. So that's a perfect example. 1633, Galileo suggests that the earth actually goes around the sun, not the other way around. The sun doesn't go around the earth. And Galileo was actually imprisoned 
and put on trial by the Catholic Church for heresy because they had created this entire narrative around something that in the past was unknowable. And instead of saying, we don't know the answer to that question, they created a belief around that and then almost enforced it. So, I mean, there's countless examples of this through history. It's called God of the Gaps. It's like, hey, we can't explain that, therefore God must have done it. It makes people comfortable. I think that that really is it. People want their four-legged table. But the problem with God of the Gaps, as I've explained in maybe my other video on Christianity, is that as explanations actually surface by real scientific evidence or facts or things that are observable and verifiable and repeatable, is the religions now don't want to accept those facts and they try to fight it. So, you know, it took like a couple hundred years, I think, for the Catholic Church to finally admit, okay, the earth goes around the sun, not the other way around. And then once they adopt that, they're fine with it. They, they explain it out of their religion. So fast forward to today, a lot of the things that people used to need gods for are explained. What does it mean when I get sick? Does that mean I'm possessed by a demon? You know, like people used to actually think that. They used to think that people with mental illness were demon-possessed because they didn't have any other way to explain it. So over time, all of these things have been slowly answered and there's less and less reason to have religion to explain many of these things. And then we get to today and there still are lots of things unanswered, but a lot of them are getting, you know, there's, there's less of them, I guess is the point. And I think right now, just like in 1633, Galileo was discovering some things about the solar system and the universe and the planets. Even these same things, the same thing that we went through with the solar system, I think we're going through today with like biology. And if you went back a hundred years ago, I would say every Christian would believe in creationism. And they'd probably believe the earth was five, 6,000 years old. And right now we're in that transition where a lot of Christians are now believing that, oh, evolution was part of God's plan. Um, God used evolution as a form of creationism. And so you can see this happening right in front of our eyes where Christians and, and you know, other religions as well are slowly but surely, they can't ignore the science anymore for evolution. They can't ignore the science that says, you know, eh, there's some very real reasons why the earth is older than 6,000 years old. You know, like if you went back I think they only discovered dinosaurs in the last couple hundred years. I mean, if you went back three or four hundred years ago, they didn't even know dinosaurs exist. We didn't have that problem to explain. So this is what happens as you go on, more and more things are explained. And religion is notoriously slow to accept these things, but it seems to slowly accept it. So, you know, as time goes on, let, let's say the human species survives another century, another, you know, thousand years. Slowly, we will find natural explanations for all these things that we don't know. And, you know, this God of the gaps thing will slowly unravel. And I'm sure there will be new things, you know, as 
you know, quantum physics. And there's all this weird stuff, right, under the surface. And it's amazing when you watch a religious person hear about it. I would say a lot of times they can't even listen to somebody talk about quantum theory or any of this, like, really experimental physics. They can't even listen to it and go, huh, interesting. It's, it's so exciting what we will discover. Um, I wonder how that works. Immediately they have to insert God in that. They're like, oh, that little bit of that theory is unexplainable right now? Oh, that's because God did it. It's God of the gaps. For some reason, human beings just have to do it. And to be honest, I think that religions constantly discredit themselves by doing this. So, you know, when, when the Catholic Church finally admits that the earth goes around the sun and the sun doesn't go around, around the earth, do they say, oh, we were wrong? Um, actually, our scriptures are wrong? Because that's what they did. They actually looked in the scripture and said, it is heresy to say otherwise because the Bible clearly teaches that the earth is the center of the universe. No, they don't do that. They instead create a new explanation around it. And they say, oh, actually, I think maybe we just misinterpreted this before. The Bible actually does teach that the sun is the center of the universe. And they just happily morph the religion into this new understanding of reality. But it's always behind, right? And I think that's why religious people and most religions are always, they're behind culture. It could be 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And so, you know, I heard a stat that close to 50% of Americans believe in Adam and Eve and the flood. So they believe that this guy made a wooden boat and put two of every animal on earth and with like eight people, you know, kept all these animals alive. There's like a million species just of spiders. The amount of insects that would be required to put on this boat, the plant life, we're expected to believe that, maybe I shouldn't talk about this. Anyway, there is a brief explanation of why I think religions exist. I think people are incapable of saying, I don't know. People are almost predisposed to magical thinking. They want they want it to be real, right? I mean, even I do. Would, would it be cool if magic was real? And that's essentially magic. When I say that, I mean some kind of spiritual thing that we don't understand, right? Yeah, it'd be cool. Would, would it be cool if Star Wars was real and we could use the force to move objects? And I mean, yeah, that'd be super cool. But the problem is there's just no evidence. And... I think there's so much cognitive bias going in our, on in our brains that people can't see it. They can't rip a leg off their table. Anyway, guys, let me know what you think in the comments. Feel free to leave me an audio question. I'll put the link below. And thanks very much. Have a good day.